0: The following is a presentation of KSL Sports. First and 12. A total roundup of this weekend's BYU football and the New Look Big 12 conference.
1: First and 12 is sponsored by Macy's Grocery Store. Your hosts are Mitch Harper and Alex Keary on KSL News Radio and the KSL Sports Zone. Welcome back in. Hour number two, off and running here. Mitch Harper coming to you live from Fayetteville, Arkansas. Alex Carey in broadcast house in Salt Lake City. It's first and twelve of your weekly breakdown of Big Twelve and BYU football. Riz and, up, Mitch. Riz up. Oh yes. Saw a lot of Risley Bears out here <laughs> in Fayetteville, just laying down the riz on the tailgating <laughs> lots. And let me tell you that whoop, pig suey sound, it's they will legit. just do it on call. Yes. The whoop like Ooh, like they will just do. If you start kind of just humming or making some sort of sound that sounds like a woo, they will just start all doing it. It was fantastic. I loved it. But uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of young Razorback men risen up. Some some folks here out in Fayetteville. <laughs> we need to rizz up our power rankings.
0: Listen, absolutely. Let's get into it. Week number three in our Big Twelve power rankings. Let's do it.
1: The Big Twelve Power Rankings Big Board. A weekly rank
0: of all 12 programs, from the elite to the bottom dwellers. Mitch, we walk around with the, uh, with the rankings in a briefcase. It's like the nuclear football that the president carries around. And making moves on the power rankings in the Big 12 on our show every week, it's hard because you and I go through and we look and we have to make these decisions. We're sweating it out in the pre-show meetings trying to figure out exactly where these teams should go. I think we came up with a list, and I think this is one of those weeks that we came to a consensus on almost every pick here. Uh, but let's start things off. You get us going here. Well, I don't know. Which direction are we going to be going? No, let's start from the top because, frankly, it's not that uh, big of a shock to see who's at the top.
1: Yeah, It's still the Texas Longhorns. Even after a little bit of a scare against Wyoming, they still win 31-10, to and Steve Sarkeesian had a statement to the media. He's like, I love quoting Mac Brown on this. We watch as a team in training camp the documentary on the 2005 team, already referencing the 2005 National Championship team. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure who we played after that Ohio State game, and it was, I think, a little bit similar to this one. He used a quote in there that we had a bunch of sore bags, blah, blah, blah. So basically just saying, like, hey, letdown game after the big win over Bama. We kind of expected this because we're already watching National Championship. teams. Wow. We, 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 they still got to figure out. You know, like they 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 still this this league could still have some landmines for them, but still Texas head and shoulders number one in this league and rightfully so.
0: It took them a twenty-one point fourth quarter to kind of really stretch that thing. I mean, it's crazy going into the fourth quarter. Wyoming, that's a that's a pretty good football team so far. They beat Texas yep. Tech and then they go down to Texas at Texas and they kind of give them a, a kind of a, everything they could handle there uh, until the very end. But yeah, uh, three touchdown score in the end for Texas. I put Oklahoma at number two and you concurred 66 points, a 66-burger uh, for Dylan Gabriel at Tulsa. Oklahoma, you know, before the season, I didn't know what to think of uh, Brett Venable's team. But, uh, man, they are proving that they are back to being an offensive power, at least in these first three weeks.
1: That is for sure. I just I wish so badly we would have seen last week that Oklahoma-Georgia game that was supposed to be scheduled. We would have had a true understanding of how good Oklahoma is. This, this schedule is just historically weak for Oklahoma to where I, I don't know if we really learn enough about them until the Cotton Bowl. In, Dude, in it's a State roadie fair. at Tulsa. They <laughs> but, had to hit the road, man. But 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 yeah, I, I do want to give credit to a 66-point game because that's just hard against – because we see all this year, all the transfers that have kind of spread out through college football, there's talent everywhere in the sport now. So to Absolutely. put up 66, yeah, you deserve to be the number two spot. Number
0: three – I'm keeping UCF ahead of Kansas State with Kansas State's loss. I put them down to number four, and some might say that they should tumble even more, but I don't know yet. Uh,
1: you tell me. UCF is that too high at three? No, I think that's fair, and they just got so much speed, and I think that they still have that offense humming with Timmy McLean, the backup in replace of John Rice Plumley, who's going to be out for about three weeks, and that includes next week's game at Kansas State. So if Kansas State wants to move back up, they'll have the chance to knock off the Knights. But for now, yeah, I agree with that, and that's where we got Kansas State following them at number four. So that'll be a big game next week between K-State and UCF. But Kansas State missed opportunity at Missouri. They were the favorite, and it wasn't like they were some underdog going on the road. There's a lot of history there with that matchup, old Big 12, Big 8 rivalry But they blew that one, and that's usually the spots where Chris Kleiman teams take care of business when they're expected to win. Will Howard got a little bit banged up, the quarterback. We saw the heralded freshman come in, and, you know, that'll be something to monitor with Howard's status going forward at quarterback. But, uh, you know, Kansas State drops slightly at number four.
0: Yeah, and I I will say, too, for uh, Kansas State, they always seem to have a random loss that you go? What happened, yes. guys? You know, like, and maybe, and the good, the good news for them is it's not in conference, and so mm-hmm. you know, next week they're going to start going back in that UCF Kansas State game, a, a underrated, uh, nice, nice uh, game between two teams who are, are pretty highly touted here. TCU at five, taking care of business against Houston and moving back up the board because uh, you know they're trying to figure themselves out after that Colorado loss. They're probably going to end up a little bit further up. That's uh, a pretty darn good football team right now.
1: And that was a good win going on the road at Houston, where you feel like there's going to be a lot of energy. Uh, for the first Big 12 game for Houston. And they put up more than 500 yards of offense. That that explosive offensive attack, more a high tempo with Kendall Bryles as the OC, that showed itself in in game number one in the Big 12 for TCU.
0: We've got BYU at Mm. number six. That is a good move up the board there because I think they were – I think they 10. were 10 last week. Yes. We move them up. Did they deserve that big of a jump? Did the Cougs deserve to go all the way up to six? Or do they deserve maybe even to jump TCU now that they're 3-0 and TCU has a loss on the year?
1: I think so because you compare resumes and how many teams in this league can go into the SEC and, and have won. Texas has done it and they're near the top. And BYU's got one of the better non-conference wins in this league. And... And they're still undefeated too. I think it's I think it's valid right now. I mean, there's we, we know deep in the weeds stuff on BYU that they got some areas to work on, but I think BYU they've earned that spot with a win over Arkansas last night. I think it's warranted. And, look, they got another showdown game next week, undefeated Kansas 3-0. They get a win over Nevada. They check in at number seven on the power ring. Yeah,
0: there's was a little bit of a of – a, <laughs> it was kind of dicey there. You're supposed to go – well, first of all, you go in and you have to play at a really weird venue that you're not used to playing in if you're Kansas. You go to you go to Reno, you play there, but they come out with the win. Uh, you know, and, and, frankly, BYU, Kansas – those are those are teams that are moving up that board already having been a little bit further down and some of the teams that uh, also one of these teams that also is kind of surprising right now who's moved up that list West Virginia finding themselves squarely in the midfield on the uh, on our power rankings in week 3 because they're 2 and 1 and they won the backyard brawl this week
1: we, we will have to see the status of their quarterback Garrett Green He got banged up in that first quarter and but man when he's there he's he's good they had the Nico Marshall who came in and, and he was the backup again. C.J. Donaldson, as we talked about in the first quarter, they lean heavily on him. He was a freshman of the year in the Big 12 last season at running back. He's a good ball c- carrier, and and uh, but they need Garrett Green. You know, he's he's that dynamic player that won against Ark against Oklahoma last year for the Mountaineers. They need him if they want to continue to have success. But uh, the, the notion that West Virginia was going to be dead last, I was with Neil Brown on that one where. They're not going to finish last. They're a lot more competitive than they were a season ago.
0: Now we start to get into some absolute garbage football that was played this week in the Big 12. <laughs> Cincinnati losing a game they shouldn't have lost. We put them at nine. Uh, if they would have won that game, they would have probably been up there with TCU, maybe even uh, uh, ahead of BYU. Likely in this poll, uh, they end up at uh, number nine in the poll. Texas Tech, one and two, still in the now they're in the ten spot. Houston, we have at number eleven, and I don't even that might be a little bit too high for Houston, but the teams behind them are like really battling to go. No, no, we're worse than you are.
1: Exactly, and in Houston, you know they're struggling, but below them, Baylor at twelve, they've lost to Texas State, Oklahoma State at thirteen, they plummet because not only did they lose to South Alabama on Saturday, they got destroyed thirty-three to seven. Alan Bowman got the start at quarterback. They still don't have any answers at the quarterback position for the Pokes and. That's going to be just kind of quarterback roulette. And I think the new blocking schemes on their offensive line, that's giving them real issues. There's no continuity there on that offensive line for them. They are struggling. But the team that's struggling the most, Iowa State, number 14. Matt Campbell knew coming into the season they were a young football team. They have no offensive firepower <laughs> without Hunter Deckers, without Jalil Brock. They're a mess. The gambling suspensions hurt them. And to lose to Ohio 10-7. to I know Ohio, one of the better teams in the MAC this year, but still, there's no firepower offensively. They're going to be a tough out still because of that defense. But, yeah, they got to be staying in that cellar at number 14. When
0: Iowa is looking at you across the state and they're going, ooh, that offense is despicable, <laughs> then that's a yeah, bad that's place to be way. in for Iowa State. So, I'm. I mean, Mitch, what's crazy about this is, our power rankings have already changed um, a ton. I mean, week three, we've had the most movement, obviously. But, uh, you know, to be able to already put some teams on there that you go, you guys were supposed to be way further up the board. I'm looking at you, Texas Tech, who yeah. we probably had uh, being there kind of in that top four spot at some point maybe this year. But, yeah, uh, Oklahoma State, a shock. Uh, you're going to hear next hour from Mike Gundy – or this hour, excuse me, uh, coming up in one of these segments here when we do our our, uh, our sound roundup for the Big 12. We're going to give you kind of the excuses that he gave – Uh, Sort of starts to take some blame, but I know it's a shock. Didn't totally take the blame. Uh, put a lot of it on 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 his players but we've got the uh, sound roundup and many other things to get to on our second hour of First and 12 here on KSL News Radio on the KSL Sports Zone Mitch Harper Alex Curie every Sunday breaking down the Big 12 here for you. We're going to come right back. We do have our sound roundup next and we're going to have just so many things to chat about still plus the Big 12 schedule to come. Yes, we're starting to get into full on conference play coming up next week and what's going on here regionally. Stay right here with us First and 12 KSL News Radio and VKSL Sports Zone.